Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is third. No, it's Wednesday. Wednesday, April 21st. Um, wherever you are, however you are, I just hope you find yourself uh, surrounded by the grace and, and the mercy and the goodness of God because it is there. It is there. Let's uh, continue our journey through John chapter 6, which is what we're doing this week. It's a long chapter, by the way. It's about 70, 72 verses, and we're hitting John 6, 35 to 40 today. So this will put us over the halfway mark, but uh, oh yeah, it's probably going to be with us maybe even into early next week. So John 6, 35 to 40, let's break open God's word together. My friends are reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the crowds, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. But I told you that although you have seen me, you do not believe. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me. Because I, come, I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I shall raise them on the last day. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is such a hopeful reading. I, I love this reading. We have it quite often uh, at funerals. I would say, you know, it's probably maybe third, fourth most uh, uh, requested reading uh, to do at a funeral. And I think it's so appropriate for it. So let's go through and see why. Now, again, just a little bit of background. I, I won't do, you know, the, the full John chapter 6. We know he fed the 5,000. He went to the other side of the lake. They came after him. They found him. And, uh, and ultimately, it led to that questioning yesterday, which, okay, if, if we want to believe in you, give us a sign. Give us a sign. Remember that whole idea of the sign that he gave them the day before, feeding 5,000. Clearly, that's not enough because that was yesterday's sign. I need a sign again today, and I'm going to need one again tomorrow, and I'll need one the day after that. It's this constant, I need to, to be able to touch, to taste, to see, to smell with my senses what that sign is to know, God, you are present with me. And what Jesus says is, listen, I'm the sign. I am the sign, the one that came down from heaven. Um, that, that sign is no more. It, it's, it's, it's me. It's me. I am that sign. And we pick up the gospel today with the last verse we heard yesterday. So if it sounded familiar, it's because it was. Jesus said to the crowds, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. Remember, I, I talked about the woman at the well in John chapter 4, how it's, it's bringing that same imagery back to, to Jesus as that wellspring of, of water flowing up from us. The one who, who uh, drinks of this water will never thirst again. And the woman says, oh, bring me that water so I don't have to keep coming out here to this well. Because we think of this in a literal sense. And Jesus is saying, no, 
once you've experienced me, nothing else is going to fill you. You'll try because we do. We talked about that yesterday. To be human is to thirst. To be human is to hunger. To be human is to try to fill that hunger and thirst with everything but the one who can do that. And once we have tasted God, once we have tasted his presence in our life, we know that nothing else fills that. I want to read you a quote. Um, I believe this is now C.S. Lewis is just so darn good. Um, But in Mere Christianity, he says, listen, if I find in myself a desire that no experience in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. Isn't that great? I'm going to read that again. If I find in myself a desire that no experience in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. Brothers and sisters, once we have experienced Christ, we know we, and, and we try to fill it with all these other things, even many, many good things, by the way, but nothing can fill us because we will need a sign again tomorrow or we'll need to be filled again the day after that. But it is only God who fills us at that, at that level for which we were made. Um, that's not why I find it helpful. That was just, a, that was just kind of a, a diatribe, which I'm apt to get on. Here's what I love. Uh, so it says this about halfway through. So this is probably about verse 37. Everything that the Father gives me will come to me. And here's the point. And I will not reject anyone who comes to me. Isn't that great? Remember John 3.17? We did the gospel in miniature last week. Gospel, uh, John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I mean, it's so good. But John 17, 3.17 is, is equally as good when Jesus says, For I did not come into the world to condemn the world, but that the world may be saved through me. This is what he's saying again is, I'm not interested in condemning anyone. I will not reject anyone who comes to me. Brothers and sisters, let that sink in. Let that sink into the place, not just your head. Please, not just your head. And, and, and trust me, I speak to myself here too. Let that sink into our bones, into our marrow, into the, into the depths of our being, into that place where we doubt that is true. God cannot be that good. Brothers and sisters, God is that good. I will not reject anyone who comes to me. And this is, this is where I love it again. And this is so hopeful. And this is whenever I have a chance to speak at funerals and this gospel is there, this is what I, I, I focus on. Because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. Okay. If we've ever asked, what is the will of God in our life? Jesus answers it here. Not once, but twice. Back-to-back verses. Don't trust me. Go to your own scripture. John 6, 39 and 40. Okay? And this is the will of the one. So he, he says, listen, I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. Okay, so he's setting us up. And this is the will of the one who sent me. So he's saying this is the will of God. That I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. And in case we didn't get it in verse 39, he says it again in verse 40. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I shall raise them on the last day. 
Brothers and sisters, the will of God for us is life. That's, it is as simple as that. And, and we ask, what is that sign that we can believe? Jesus says, I'm that sign. I'm the one who brings life. I'm it. I'm it. The will of God for us is life. God will not reject anyone who comes to him. What will he do? He will raise us on the last day. And this is the will of the one who sent me that I should not lose anything of what he gave me. What did God give Christ? Everything. Because we are in Christ and Christ is in God. Therefore, we are all in all. That Christ is all in all because we're in Christ and Christ is in God. Brothers and sisters, this is the best news you and I will hear today. Our God, the will of God is life. All we need to do is go to him and he won't reject us. You know, this whole idea of life too, you know, it doesn't mean, by the way, and and you know this too already, but I'm just going to remind you what you know. That does not mean life, we're going to walk between the raindrops in our life or that we will not encounter trouble or encounter pain or grief. To be human is to encounter all those things. Uh, Remember Pilate's words, behold the man, behold humanity. Behold our, our, the things we encounter and the things we carry with us in our life. Grief and pain and sorrow. Um, had we read the first reading today, and, and the, the Acts of the Apostles is so good this week, but I didn't want to go away from John 6 because it's so good too. Yesterday was the stoning of Stephen. And today, because of the stoning of Stephen, Paul slash Saul begins the persecution of the church. And what it talks about in Acts is that the, everybody except the, the 12 were scattered. Basically, the church in Jerusalem scatters, and it goes to Samaria, and it goes to you know uh, uh, Syria, and it goes to all these other places. Um, and then it says here at the, at the bottom... Now, those who had been scattered, and this is the first reading, I just want to read a little bit here. They've been scattered, one about preaching the word. Thus Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed Christ to them. Meaning, listen, the will of God was not that persecution happened to the early church. The will of God was not that Stephen would be stoned to death and die. Um, but the will of God is life, Right? And I can make life happen out of anything. If he can make life happen out of the cross, which of course he did, which was the greatest life, the resurrection, he can make life come out of our pain. He can make life come out of the pain of the church, the early church, or the the pain that we experience now. And so he took that, and he said, because of that scattering, all these disciples, and, and even some of the apostles using Philip here, they scattered and they went. And what did they do? They scattered that seed where they went. And they went to Antioch or they went along the Mediterranean, the North Shore, uh, in, in through what was called Syrophoenicia or, or Asia Minor at the time, Turkey. Or, or they went to, to Samaria, as Philip did, and they preached the word of God there. And they brought Christ there. It's how it was spread. The word was spread along the Mediterranean because of the persecution. God used it. He didn't desire it, but he used it. And he brought life out of it. 
and that life was the expansion of the early church. Another quote that I came across uh, in, my, in my morning meditation this morning was, it said, we don't need to fear change because the one who doesn't change is with us. We don't need to be afraid of change because the one who doesn't change, who was the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, always, is with us. Brothers and sisters, we may not be experiencing persecution like the early church. We may not be experiencing uh, what Stephen had to and, and make a decision for or against our faith, and it's a life or death decision. But we carry with us today griefs large and small, uh, sorrows and anxieties large and small. And I am telling you, the will of God for us is life. And he can take any of those. If he can take the cross and he can take the persecution of the early church, he can take what you and I carry today and make life come of them. We don't need to be afraid of change because the one who never changes, who is the same yesterday, today, and always, walks with us. So let's pray. We continue um, again. Uh, appropriately enough through the luminous mysteries and this third luminous mystery. Uh, it's so good for exactly what we talked about today. So let's begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The third luminous mystery, the proclamation of the gospel. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, be well. Thanks for being with me today and breaking open God's word. May God bless you incredibly the rest of this day. And we'll see you again tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.